Is the sound okay? Kindly check for me. Is the sound okay? All right. We give God all the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. All right. I want to welcome everybody to this evening session of the prophetic training. I believe strongly that God, in His infinite wisdom, has prepared this wonderful evening as a moment where he's about to infuse our human structure even with his wisdom and knowledge and understanding we make a prayer right now in the name of jesus that the lord will have mercy on us and show us great grace and open the realms of the heavenlies for us in the mighty name of jesus we pray that the Lord will touch the eyes of our understanding and cause it to be enlightened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We ask, O oh Lord God Almighty, that this evening you will send forth your spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of revelation, even in our midst right now. Help us, O oh Lord Jesus even to understand the mystical secrets of your kingdom that we will know how to even effect your power on the surface of the earth even in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen hallelujah 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 all right we give god all the praise and all the glory even for giving us this wonderful evening as a day even to experience his goodness hallelujah i'm very 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 excited um, that we are here even to um, receive 
word of the Lord. Amen. We give God all the praise and we will not waste much time. Please, is, the, is it okay? Somebody said the voice is low. Is the sound okay? Okay, let me check um, something here and see if it will be fine. Can you all hear me now, please? Is it okay? All right, all right, all right. We give God all the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. All right. We thank God for giving us this wonderful evening, giving us a moment of experiencing His power, even in His Word. Hallelujah. All right, before we go um, into the secrets, we started talking about the architect. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? started talking about the architecture of angels and um, if you were not here during that um, teaching I would entreat that you go and download um, that podcast and soak it it will be a great blessing to your life yeah, at least you will get a foundation on how angels were made what actually did God use even to make angels and once you know the, the chemical and spiritual composition, the material that God used in, in creating these beings, you will know the assignment that God has given to them to fulfill. Hallelujah. Now you will also, by this one, have more understanding into the kingdom of darkness and how things operate over there. And then you will now also know. You will now also know 
how to stand strong even against all the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. All right, we give God all the praise and all the glory. Now, there is something I want to talk about this evening, and I want everybody to open his own ears and actually hear what the Lord has to tell us. Are you with me? Can you hear me clearly now? Is the sound okay now? Is it okay? One thing I want to um, talk about, and I want everybody to um, kindly pay attention and listen to what the Lord has to say within concerning this. And when I talk about this, I will take some few questions, then I also go deep into um, the kingdom of darkness for us to have understanding even about how they are operating and everything um, manifest. Hallelujah. All right. Now, the Holy Ghost sent from heaven. When we're talking about please, is the sound okay? I don't know why it looks like the network is behaving. Is everything okay now? Good, good, good. Now, when we're talking about the architecture of angels um, in the introduction, I made us understand that according to the word of the Lord, the Bible says that these beings, they were made with fire and they were made with wind. And there are some of them too that were made um with the combination of these two elements, fire and the air. So the angelic beings that were made with fire only, there are some of them that were made with air only, and there are some of them that were made with the combination of air and wind. Now, these are just the elementals or the foundational makeup of angelic beings. But there are so many spiritual beings in the heavens, we might classify all of them as angels. But technically speaking, not all of them are angelic beings. Hallelujah. Because because when we speak of who an angel is, we are actually speaking based on the name an angel is a messenger. But there are some of the beings, spiritual beings in heaven, God does not send them 
with any message. Are you following? And I told you one secret that if you want to know God very well, one of the ways to know and understand God is to know angels. One of the ways to know and understand God is to know angels. Why am I saying that? Now, when you look at God, God loves not to talk. I believe you are with me. God loves to be quiet. He does not explain himself. He does not use his words to explain himself. God will use creation to exhibit himself. This is one secret you need to know about God. God uses creation. So every angel that God has created is actually a dimension of God's manifestation. That is why their names actually carry a manifestation of God. Are you getting it? Good. So every angel is a manifestation of a, a certain dimension of God. Now, so when you see these angelic beings and you see their names, the name of these beings actually speak to you of what God is all about. So then the, the, the name of an angel, which we all know as Gabriel, the word Gabriel actually simply means man of God or warrior of God. Man of God. Man of God. So when you look at Gabriel, it is actually divided into two main words. Gabriel and El. Gabriel and El. The Gabriel speaks of a strong man. And El speaks of God. So Gabriel actually means a strong man of God. Are you following? Are you all getting it? Hear me, please. Can you all hear me?
Ele tem Is he okay now? Alright. Now. So I want everybody to know this. All the angelic beings that God has created, they are a manifestation of God. So when God wants to prove himself, to his creation or he wants to manifest himself in any way he will create a certain being and that being will be the clear manifestation of god on that side so now when god wanted to prove to the universe and to all the things he has created that there is none like him he made a certain being by name michael so the name michael actually means who is like god so that is to let all creation know that there is none that can be compared to God. So anytime a certain being is trying to lift him or like any being is trying to lift itself up against God, the only being that God will release to prove to that being that there is none like him is Michael. So wherever Michael shows up, the, at the end of what Michael will do is that there is none that can be compared unto God. No wonder when Lucifer misbehaved in heaven, the word of the Lord said, God sent Michael, and Michael overthrew the enemy, and he sacked him even from heaven. Are you following? So you need to first understand um, why God made this angel, and what actually they stand for. It, it, it will help you. It will really be of help. And it will also help you in your relationship with these beings and God. Now, today I want to talk about something very, very prophetic. You know, when you go to heaven, are you all following? Can you all hear me please? This network is very, very bad. I believe you cannot hear me. All right. Now, when you go to heaven, when you go to heaven, the, the, the sound, the network is very bad. Where I am, there is no wind here, bro. The, the network is very bad, I don't know. But I believe it's, it's quite okay now. Good. Now, when, a, when you go to heaven, there is a particular group of beings. Now, these beings 
very, very close to God. Follow me. I'm about to say something. In fact, when God was making the assignments of his creation, because everything that God created, he gave an assignment to. There is a reason why God made the sea. There is a reason why God made the earth. There is a reason why God made the heavens. He created everything for specific reasons. Now, before God created these things, there were a particular group of beings that God stood with. And when he created all those things, he actually gave them rulership over all the things that he has created. Are you following? read something from the book of Psalms, Psalm 82, verse 1. Psalm 82, verse 1. Psalm 82, verse 1. If you have it, you can just quickly post it here. Every version, every version. Hmm. The Bible says, God stands in the assembly of the representatives. I love that one. God, he stands in the assembly of the representatives of God. In the midst of the magistrates or judges, he gives judgment as among the gods. Which, which version is that? I like that. The King James also says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. That is amplified. That's great. Another version says, God takes a stand in the divine assembly. Hmm. Among the divine beings, he renders judgment. Wow. New American Standard Bible says, God takes his position in his assembly. He judges in the midst of the gods. Now, I want everybody to listen to what I'm about to say. Hear me. There is what we call the assembly of God. Not assemblies of God as the church we see. No. When you go to heaven, there is a group of beings. They are known as the assembly of God. These same beings are known as the holy ones. The holy ones. So when you read the book of Psalm 89, verse 5 to 7. Psalm 89. Verse 5 to 7. Psalm 89, verse 5 to 7. If you have these verses, you can put. I want to say something small about them. Then I just open the room for questions. And I'm sure the questions will allow me to go um, into many dimensions. Psalm 89, verse 5 to 7. The Bible says, The heavens will praise your wonders, Lord. Your faithfulness also in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in disguise is comparable to the Lord? Who 
among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord. God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. Mm. 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 Look, let me read it from the NASB. He says, The heavens will praise your wonders, Lord, your faithfulness also in the assembly of the Holy One. For who in the sky is comparable to the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty is like the Lord? A God greatly feared in the council of the Holy One. In the council of the Holy One. And awesome above all those who are around Him. Hear me. There are beings around God. A lot of beings around God. Are you following Something is boiling within my spirit. <laughs> I want to calm down. My God. There are beings around God. And these beings, there are classes of them. One class of beings that are very close to God. In fact, wherever God moves, they move before God will take a step. They are known as the Mechaba. And I've touched on that before. The Mechaba. The Mechaba is a group of beings known as the chariotic throne of God. The chariotic throne of God. When you read the book of Ezekiel, when Ezekiel had a vision, when he was standing at the river Kiba, when God showed him visions of him, he began to see all of a sudden, he saw the seraphim, he saw the cherubim, he saw the wheels. Now, all those beings that Ezekiel actually described, when you put all of them together, they are known as the Mechaba of God or the chariotic throne of God. Are you following? I will take time and talk about their, their essence and their importance. Now, aside the Mechaba, there are groups of beings around God. And the next being that around God is known as the Elohim. That is what I want to talk about. The Elohim. The Elohim. Anytime you hear the word Elohim, don't, don't quickly conclude that that is God. Don't quickly conclude that that is God. Because the, just the word Elohim is a plural word. It's a plural word. Are you following? And even though this can be in place of God in the plurality, speaking of the triune dimension of God, which we normally talk about as the Trinity. So when you read the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the word God there is the word Elohim. And in fact, if you check the word Elohim, it actually speaks of God and God's. Rulers, judges, divine ones, holy ones. <laughs> Do you remember we just read something about holy ones here? Do you remember?
Let me just start on this slowly. Now, when you are lifted to heaven right now, before you can even see God, there are a lot of beings that you will meet. There are classes of beings you have to meet before you meet God. Before you meet God, there are classes of beings. These beings are uncountable. You cannot, you cannot know all the beings in the heaven before you meet God. It is not possible. That is the reason why if anybody tells you that there are nine radical dimensions of angels, that is just biblically what they know. <laughs> but if you are carried into heaven, you will know that the angelic hierarchy does not speak of all the angelic beings. Because when you are counting the, the angelic hierarchy from scriptures, they are actually nine from scriptures. From scriptures. But a morning star is not part of the angelic hierarchy. So who are morning stars? There is no angelic hierarchy that is called Elohim. So who are they? Are you getting what I'm saying? There is no... In are you getting the picture? Good. So you need to understand that there are classes of beings. It is like we are all in... Let's say we have... You enter into one classroom and there are, um, let's say you have entered into a church and we have nine um, offices in the church. Mm -hmm. We have those that are minstrels, we have instrumentalists, we have prayer warriors, we have ushers. So let's say when you count all of them, there are nine offices in the church. But you can find somebody who is a minstrel and at the same time an usher. And at the same time, a prayer warrior. So this kind of person, which class will you put the person? Are you getting it? So based on the dimensions or the levels of that person's um, inclusion in other assignments, the person becomes unique from all the other beings. This is why you need to know who Lucifer actually is. Because there are so many places in the hierarchy that the guy plays a role there. He is a cherubim. And the Bible also calls him the fiery serpent. I want to check the word fiery. We are actually speaking of the seraphim. And the word serpent, when you look at the root word of the word serpent, it is actually speaking of a seraph. You see? So is Lucifer a cherubim or a seraphim? Because according to the way he is described, he looks like he's both. See, the Bible also called, there are so many names that is given and so many positions and assignments given to him. The Bible calls him a praise. The Bible even calls him the God of this world. The Bible also calls him the morning star. The Bible also calls him that he's one of the sons of God. He's also known as a praise. So who actually is he? Are you getting the picture? So you need to know all these dimensions so that you don't get confused. Listen, if you want to learn about angels in just a simple book, you will never, it is a lie. There's nothing like that. I want you to know that. Put that at the back of your mind. <laughs> Are you getting it? Oh yes, that somebody has written all the names of. Do you know the number of angels that we have in God's creation? Do you know? 
No, even prophetic angels that minister with the spirits of the prophets. Do you know their number? No, when we are when we are worshiping God hmm, on Sunday morning, during worship time, do you know the angels that can come into the room? Do you know the number? And do you know the number of churches that are also worshiping God that, that angels are there? <laughs> In fact, the number of spirit beings, they are more than zillion times the number of human beings we have. We are not supposed to even compare these spirit beings to human beings. Not at all. We are minute. We, we are minute in number when it comes to God's creation. We are like a dot in the whole creation of God. Like a dot when it comes to number. So, it will be very, it will be a great disadvantage on yourself to think that it is very easy to understand the angelic dimension. Oh, so easy. I now understand. No, 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 it does not work like that. Because there are many things you will go to heaven you will never see. Every day when you go to heaven, there is something new God can show you. And when you even return to the earth, it can take you years to have understanding into that. The realm of God is not like a book that you can read cover to cover and you are done. No, that's not how God is understood. It, it, it is not possible. That is the reason why, even when you meet one angel, I told you the other time, when I was teaching us about angels, I told you every angel has a number. And the number of an angel actually speaks of the number of times that angel can transform into another thing. And I told you that when you enter into the kingdom of darkness, Lucifer, who is now Satan, has a number. And his number is 999. 999. That speaks of the fact that he can transform himself into 999 other things. Are you getting it? So he tells us what the Bible says. He can, he can even transform himself into an angel of life. It is one of his manifestations. So when he manifests as an angel of life, and you want to know him per that level, even that one, it can take you years to know him on that. What about when he turns into another dimension? So you see, it is not easy to have understanding because every manifestation of this being is actually a, a dimension of God. If you, if you put this at the back of your mind, it will help you. Now, I want to talk about the Elohim. The Elohim. Today, may the Lord help us. The Elohim. Hear me, child of God. The Elohim. They are known as the council of God. The council. These are beings that God has set as rulers and judges over kingdoms, over nations. They are known as gods. Gods. They are known as gods. Now, there is nothing God will do for a nation without discussing it with them. Are you with me? And I want everybody to know this. Every nation has a God, whether you like it or yes. Every nation has a God. This is where I'm launching into the deeper side. And this is what will, will, will take me into the kingdom of darkness. And I need to go there. 
every nation has a God. And who is that God? The God is the Elohim that God has put over the nation. But the word of the Lord told us in the book of Psalm 82 how God got angry when he called the council meeting. When God called the holy ones, he was angry. And he was questioning them that why are you not judging the nations in, in, in righteousness? That means some of the Elohim actually rebelled against God. Are you getting it? So let's read Psalm 82. Psalm 82. The word of the Lord said, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. Now, let's look at something here. If you have the King James Version, look at the first word God. Check. If you have the um, strong concordance, the first word God, which is the capital G. Check the Hebrew word over there. Somebody checking? What is the word there? Elohim. Now, he says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. Now, the last word, gods. Check the Hebrew word too. The last word, God. Check the Hebrew word too. Are you checking? Thank you, Jesus. That is the word, another word, that is the same word, Elohim. So now the question is, what is the difference between the first God and the last God? Are you following? Good. So put this at the back of your mind. There is God, the creator of the universe. And he, God, has made a group of beings known as the Holy Ones. And he has a certain king relationship with them. And that king relationship is called the council or the assembly of the Holy Ones. The Holy Ones. Because there is nothing that goes on in God's universe with regards to with regards to nations, kingdoms that these beings have no knowledge about. Now, the word Elohim is the word God. It is also the word judge or rulers. Are you following? 
So these beings are supposed to rule. Now, let's read what we, 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 we first um, read from Psalm 89, verse 5 to 7. Psalm 89, verse 5 to 7. Now, that is what the word of the Lord says. Psalm 89, verse 5 to 7. Good. The Bible says, The heavens will praise your wonders, Lord, your faithfulness also in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies is comparable to the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty is like the Lord? A God greatly feared in the council of the holy ones. You see? So even in the council of the holy ones, in the council of the Elohim, God is greatly feared. God is part of the Elohim. But he, he is feared among them. That is why there is a song that says, Among the gods. Who is like thee? Can I say something here? Listen, if there is any being that will rebel against God, that will really touch God, it should be a being that is among the Elohim. Because they are the beings that have a certain capacity to pull worship to themselves. Even though Yahweh, the God, of all creation is the one supposed to be worshipped. So when an Elohim being rebels against God, he will pull beings to worship him. That is what they do. Because he is an Elohim. It is in the nature. It is in the nature of this being. That is why God will stand among them and he will rebuke them. Because in Psalm 82, the Bible says, when God was standing in the congregation, in the assembly of the Holy Ones, and he was judging among them, he said, how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked, defend the poor and fatherless, do justice to the afflicted and needy, deliver the poor and needy, rid them out of hand, out of the hand of the wicked. They know not Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Now listen to this one. This is where the problem is. Verse 6. You know, most of, most of us have actually attributed that scripture to human beings. I mean, you, you read that. He said, I have said, ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. <laughs> but he said, but ye shall die like men. And fall like one of the one of the princes. You will fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. I don't know if somebody is understanding where we are going. you hear me? Now, these beings that are known as the Elohim, they are actually known as the sons of God. We read Psalm 82 from verse 1 to 8. 
they are known as the sons of God. In the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 6. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Job, chapter 1. The Bible said, Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered? So you see, the Bible said, A day came where the sons of God came to present themselves before God, and Satan came among them. Let me get other versions. I'm about to go there. Relax for me. Hmm? Yeah, relax for me. You follow me? Now let me say this. <laughs> Look at this one. I don't know which version is this. He said, and the day came to be that the sons of Elohim came to present themselves before. Did you just read that? Which version is that? And the day came to be that the sons of Elohim came to present themselves before me. And Satan also came among them. Which, which version is that? I like, I like that version. So you see, now these beings, known as the sons of God, are actually the Elohim beings. That God, the Bible spoke about. In the book of Psalm 82, they are known as the holy ones. They are the beings that God sent down to talk concerning nations and kingdoms. Are you with me? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? 
great. So the sons of God that presented themselves before God in Job chapter 1 verse 6, they are actually the Elohim beings because their assignment is on the earth. God has given them assignment on nations, kingdoms. Are you following? Good. So anytime something is going wrong in a kingdom, in a nation, they are the third being that God will question. Are you with me? Great. Now, you need to know this. You really need to know this. Now, they had the ability because they were supposed to rule over kingdoms according to the will of God. They had the ability to manifest in the nature of man. And can I say this one? In the kingdom of when you go to heaven, the word son of God is a term that has a meaning. Son of God. It is a term that has a meaning. So any being that is a son of God will definitely have an agenda on the earth and that being will come to the earth and manifest like a human being are you with me no wonder even jesus he had to become the son of god and the son of god speaks of when a being has manifested in the natural this is a thing in the in the heavens in the realm of the in the realms of god when a being so all the beings that are known as the sons of god the elohim they have their assignment on the earth so in one way or the other they manifest as human beings on the earth to fulfill a mission and they go back and present themselves before god but a time came when they they came to the earth in the form of men. They saw that the children of men were beautiful. They saw ladies, fair women. Hey, this one is an Elohim. These are gods, beings that God has made for specific assignments. Now they began to engage in sexual relations with human beings. Are you with me?
Can you all hear me? Good. So when these Elohim, the sons of God, came to the earth, because they are sons of God, they have the ability to transform into human form to fulfill that assignment of sonship that God has given to them. But the word of the Lord said the time came when they came to the earth, they saw women and they realized that women were beautiful and they slept with them. Even though they were able to transform into human form, they were not humans. Deep inside their DNA, they were not human beings. And because when you have sexual relations with somebody, you introduce your DNA into the person, there was a messing up of the Elohim DNA and the human DNA. And there was a great problem. There was a serious problem in God's creation. Now, when these beings finished with those things, they, dis- they wanted, because after they are done with their assignment on it, every time they go back to heaven and present themselves before God. But this time around, they have engaged in things that they were not supposed to do. So God did not receive them. And the moment God did not receive them, some of them got angry at God. And they now decided that the same nation that God has put them over, those kingdoms that God has put them over, they will now come and pollute those kingdoms. And some of them also decided that they will not do that. They have seen that human beings are weak. They need help. So they will use their rank power to help human beings. Maybe by so doing, God will have mercy on them. But one of the things that is, is a great problem is that these beings are gods. They are rulers. They demand worship from men. Not all spirits demand worship, even in the dark world. Not all spirits demand worship. That some of the spirit beings, even in, 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 in the kingdom of darkness, if you bow to worship them, they will, they, will, they will shout at you. But it is a great thing inside Elohim to demand the worship. Are you getting it? So there are so many beings that these, these are different. So these sons of God, that God did not receive them into heaven, they are not demons. Put that at the back of your mind. They are not fallen angels. When we say a fallen angel, we are talking about the, the spirit or the angelic beings that came with Satan straight forward when he misbehaved in heaven and was sacked to the earth. Understand that when some of these sons of God were coming to the earth and going back, Satan had already fallen. So the fall of Satan and demons took place long ago before these sons of God. Because understand, Satan fell before even Adam was created. And it was when Adam created, was created that he gave birth and was through the you know, procreation and generational increase that some of these sons of God came to sleep with women. Are you getting the picture? Good. So Satan and his beings are different from these sons of God that were not accepted by God. So every being that was casted from heaven with Satan 
is called a demon. But even among all the beings that were casted from heaven, <laughs> listen to what I'm about to say. Among all the beings that were casted from heaven with Satan, there are some of them that are not really known or really called demons. Because their ranks are very high. They are princes. They are known as the principalities. When we read the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principalities. Now, these principalities are strange beings. Damn strange. I don't know how to make mention of them for you to understand. When you go to the kingdom of darkness, in the kingdom of darkness, these principalities, there are four main principalities in the kingdom of darkness that rule with Satan. You hear me very, very well. Satan is very afraid of these beings because they are highly powerful than him. Are you with me? Good. So now, there is what Satan is using to keep these beings to work for him. It is his wisdom and how he manages and programs things. The way Satan mobilized angelic beings to overthrow God, he is afraid that some way, somehow, these beings will also join hands together and overthrow him because they are more powerful than him. And the first, there are four main principalities that work with Satan in the kingdom of darkness. The first one is known as Apollyon. 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 Can you all hear me? Good. Now, the main assignment of Apollyon is destruction. The word Apollyon means destruction. Destruction. He, he destroys. He is a being that destroys. Are you following? So his main function in destruction is to promote false religion. False religion. That is the main agenda of Apollyon, to promote false religion. In fact, before Jesus came to the earth, Apollyon was successful in creating about 123 religions before Jesus came.
Now, these are highly ranked beings, and they have other beings that serve under them. So the beings that serve under these principalities directly, they are known as the powers. Now, these powers too have certain beings that serve under them. They are known as the rulers of darkness. Are you following? Good. So now, when you take Apollyon, his main agenda is to destroy the human race through false religion. Now, he partners with two powers or two beings that are part of the powers because Paul said, we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but principalities, powers. Now, the two main beings in the powers dimension mm, that Apollyon works with uh, Asteroth and Baal. Asteroth and Baal. Asteroth and Baal. And we all know we have heard of Baal before. When Elijah was able to burn, you know, call down fire to consume all the 450 prophets of Baal. So even Baal had prophets. Are you following? I'm just talking about Apollyon, only Apollyon. So Apollyon has an assignment to release false religion in the world. And that one is done through these power beings known as Asteroth and Baal. Now when we speak of Asteroth, Asteroth is the most popular, is the most popular demonic being when it comes to false religion the most popular the most popular now when you look at asteroth asteroth is a very very beautiful fair female spirit being in the heavenlies they dwell in the realms of the heavens above the earth. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. She is known as the queen of heaven. The queen of heaven. In Ephesus, she was known as the great Diana. She is actually the moon goddess when you go into Islam. The moon goddess. She is known as Allah. <laughs> and she also found herself in the Catholic Church and called herself Mary. <laughs> I know that some of you are thinking, hey, what is going on?
She's actually the same being known as Easter. Easter, from which we had Easter. So anytime you are celebrating Easter, you are actually celebrating Ashtaroth. In fact, in the times past, when Paul, when you read the book of Acts chapter 19, Paul had a great assignment in Ephesus. When Paul went to Ephesus by the leading of the Holy Spirit, at that time, the whole Ephesus were worshipping Diana, the great goddess, the great Diana, very strong. And when Paul went there, through the preaching and the demonstration of the Spirit and the power of God, all the statues of Diana were broken down. And many people received the Lord Jesus Christ. And Christianity started in Ephesus. Now, when Paul left Ephesus, many years after, God sent John to the place. And when John got back to Ephesus, he realized that something new had popped up. Because this time around, when you look at the statue of Diana, Diana was actually having a certain chain around her neck on the statue. And the locker of that chain, you know we say locker of a chain, when you put the chain around your neck, sometimes you say it's a cross, sometimes those kind of things that is added to The locker of the chain was actually the locket, God bless you. It was actually a crescent moon sign. What is a crescent moon? Half moon. So when the statue was broken down, the people now took the half moon sign and made it their God. Because that one was also the sign of Diana. And now, as I'm talking to you, the place of Ephesus, where Paul conquered, it is now the place called Turkey. And go to Turkey and see. Even when you look at their flag, you can see exactly as the Islamic, Islamic sign, Turkey. It's Ephesus right now. So it looks like all the work that Paul did. <laughs> Diana, Ashtaroth. May the Lord help us. If I want to talk about Ashtaroth, it will take it will take days and weeks. Because the Lord has permitted me to see her before. Satan loves her because she 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 does not get tired. <laughs> if you count the number of souls that she has won to the kingdom of darkness, you your mind will just blow. And she works hand in hand with Apollo, who is actually the principality. Now these principalities they don't move. You get it, they don't move. So the powers that serve under them take instructions from them. Then they also move to the earth and release these movements to some of the, the, the rulers of wickedness. 
then they will also start spreading. It will come down and come down, and it will now get to you know spiritual wickedness. Who are some of the witches down there? So these days we are talking, we are high, we are talking about highly ranked spirit beings in the in the in the kingdom of darkness. And the next being or principality that is working with Satan is known as Abaddon. 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 And Abaddon actually has an assignment. And the assignment of Abaddon is to pollute the human race. Pollute the human race. And he does that through sex. Mainly through that sexual perversion, sexual immorality. Mm. Now, when you go to Japan, there is a certain goddess that they serve, and she's the goddess of fertility. And there are moments where they have a festival to celebrate that goddess. And during that festival, people come out of their rooms and they begin to have sex in public just to worship that goddess. And it is a festival. Now, those of you who are, when you look at how Abaddon works and the appearance of Abaddon, Abaddon has a smell, and the smell is a foul smell. What is a foul smell? I don't know how to say During, so most of the people that actually are being influenced by Abaddon are people who are homosexuals. Who are prostitutes anytime a spirit is being casted out of them you will smell that foul smell then you will know so sometimes prophets that are into deliverance they can pick the smell of the spirit and know who that spirit is yes Are you following? If I go into the next, I will talk and talk and talk. I know that some of you have questions. Let me pause for now and take some of the questions and delve deep into certain things for you. All right, so let me take, let me take some questions right now. If you have any questions, um, whether in the dark world or in the light world, ask. All right. Any questions? Okay. Someone said, can we give orders to angels direct? No. You tell them what God has said. They, they, have, they perform God's word, not our words. Okay, Jerusalem, Papa, I have a question. Is there... A way that your spirit can be carried to the dark world and then left alone. It depends. An angel will not carry you there and leave you alone. 
it is either you went there yourself because human beings can project their own own souls and dimensions of themselves into that place are you getting it there is something we call astral projection where people can project their astral bodies into the astral world and just go to certain planets and view things but understand that all these places that you are exploring in the astral world they are places that beings are living there and anytime you are getting there they will see you as an alien and they will try to attack are you getting it good so the point is before a person even in most people that engage in astral projection before they astral project they have what we call spirit guide a certain astral being that will come for you and take you into the realm and so long as that being is with you it looks like you are protected that is why even in the realm of the spirit as not as prophets before your spirit can be taken to certain dimensions of the spirit world you need an angel or the holy ghost must be with you and i've told you several times how god carried my spirit by an angel into the marine well because those angelic beings they have access they know what is there means that was my first time going there i didn't even know that there are places in the marine world like that so the angelic being was actually my spirit guide he took me there for a purpose and he brought me back so if i go there on my own then that one day um, i have to protect my own self uh, so that is how it, it, it is it is done all right all right god bless you any other questions Okay, someone said, Odipo, please, who is Zeus often portrayed as God? These are also gods in certain dimensions, or let me say, certain kingdoms. These are some of the Elohim that the word of the Lord is talking about. And I will make time and talk about them, mention their names one by one. How every kingdom has, you see, the Grecian kingdom has their God. We have gods, and we have plenty gods that have different names and meanings and assignments. And we'll talk about that when we are um, going deep on what the Elohim actually is. If I just came to scratch the surface, we'll talk about Elohim in details. All right. So Zeus is a god in a different kingdom. Great. All right. Chairman General said, I would like to note. Sasiya and the river gods and Manoata are all Elohim? I love that question. Is it? In fact, there are plenty Elohims. And let me say that yes, these beings are part of the Elohim. They are rulers, they judge. Are you getting it? And if I go deep into the Elohim, some of you will be very shocked. You will be very, very shocked. Because 
there are certain rivers in your in your hometown <laughs> they are supposed to be there for protection that's how god made it i don't want to go to that side bring a lot of confusion so i'm um, understanding that way mm. these bees are part of the energy all right Ronegi said, please, who are the dominions and the thrones? Also, are the 24 elders part of the flow? The 24 elders are a different um, group of beings. They have their own assignment. Dominions are also different beings. Are you getting it? You see, let me, let me relax and explain a few things to you. If you don't understand the classes of angelic beings and you go straight to hierarchy, you will, you will not understand angels. You will never understand it. Yes, because these words, dominions, thrones, they are English words. That is not their name. That is not their original name. They are groups of beings with specific names and assignments. So you, you, you first need to relax. Let us talk about the classes of the angelic beings. Let's talk about the morning stars. Let's talk about the sons of God. Let's talk about the princes. After talking about all of them, you will now start the, the, the hierarchy. Then you all know where to put them. And understand that the fact that maybe a certain being is put in um, a higher rank does not mean he, that being is stronger than the one below. Stronger in what sense? Are you getting it? Huh? Because you need to, when we say something is strong, you need to actually bring it to a certain point of understanding. Because there are so many, you can be strong in the Lord, you can be strong in something, and it is not about fighting. Are you getting it? So I will take time and explain all, all these things for us to understand. All right, Eric said. Please, what is the function of wheels? And do they work closely with cherubim? These wheels, they are, they are bees. They are known as the orphanids. The orphanids. They are actually the carrier of the spirits of the cherubim. They are also bees on their own. They are all part of the Mekaba. I will talk about the Mekaba um, as time goes on. Yeah. That's what that one is. It is one of the messages that God placed in my spirit. The Mekaba, the Rabia. My goodness. We explain what, what the cherubim, what they do, the seraphim, what they do, the ophanim. There are certain beings even in the Mekaba that the Bible did not record. Mm. See, if you are reading the Bible to know angels, let me tell you the truth. You will not know them. <laughs> you will not know them. How many angels did the Bible make made mention of their names? How many? You only know of Michael and Gabriel. And even Gabriel, the Bible called him the man. There's nowhere in the Bible that the Bible called Gabriel an archangel. There's nowhere in the Bible that the Bible said Gabriel is an archangel. No, the man Gabriel. 
the man Gabriel. Gabriel appeared to this, and the angel Gabriel, and this and this. But the only angelic being, can you all hear me? The only angelic being that the Bible calls an archangel is Michael. He is the only. Can I shock you? <laughs> When you go into heaven, when you go to heaven, there is only one archangel that God has. Only one, one archangel. Anybody that tells you there are one, one archangel, the person is not speaking the truth to you. There are angels that are in high, certain higher classes, but there is only one archangel. And when we say arch, we are speaking of chief. He's the chief of all the princes. His name is Michael. That is what the Bible says. The Lord Himself shall descend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel, not of archangels, of the archangel. And who is that archangel? That is Michael. He's the weapon of God. The weapon of God. And when you are in battle, you want to take your sword and fight. The sword that God will take to fight is Michael. The, yes. Michael is the only archangel in heaven there are other beings that are in higher class this is why i say if you are reading the bible to know angels it will be very difficult for you to know angels through the bible no 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 no, no. you won't know i'm telling you the truth because when you read the bible some makes mention of thrones dominion what are thrones what is thrones because when you hear the word thrones you are only thinking of a certain seat that a king will sit on but that is not it. When you hear of dominion, ah, is it a dominion that the Bible said God has given to us? No, that is not it. So you see, it will be very difficult for you to understand these things until you experience them for yourself. Are you getting it? The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. All right, Jerry said, Papa, please, have you encountered the 24 elders before are they Elohim? What do they look like? The 24 elders are not Elohim. They are special beings that are actually made for heaven. Their main assignment is to worship. In fact, when you go to heaven, when you go to heaven, the all the beings there, they worship God. But when it comes to clear worship, it is done by the 24 elders. They cast their crown and they bow to worship the Lord every time. So their main assignment is to worship. And there is, there is a reason why they are 24. And there is a reason why they cast their crown. You see, I've talked on this before. That the whole, um, when you speak of the 24 elders, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. Let me, let me open your eyes on this one. Now, when you go to heaven, based on where you are standing, you will see God and his entourage differently. Based on where you are standing. If you appear in heaven, northeast, towards the throne of God, you will see something different. If you come to southwest, you will see something different. 
wherever you stand, you see something different. So that some people, they will only see the Mechaba. Just as Ezekiel saw, it is based on where he was standing. There are some of them, they will see the, um, the sea of glass. Some of them, they will come to a place where they will see the, the, the Elohim. Some will see this based on where and based on what God took you there for. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't get to heaven and see everything. It, it doesn't happen. You can't consume even the angelic beings in heaven. You can't. So nobody can go to heaven and say, Ah, I saw everything in heaven. So let me teach you. It is never done. It is never true. Are you getting the picture? There are people that have been to heaven. They never saw the sea of glass. You don't even know what it what is what, what is sea of glass. Is there anything like that? Meanwhile, John the Revelator told us about it in the book of Revelation. He told us. So you see, David also spoke about the holy ones, the Elohim. Some of some of them did not even speak of them, even though they went to heaven. That was not the assignment of Ezekiel. Ezekiel's assignment was on the Mechaba. He saw them and he explained how they looked like. He told us and he left. This one will also see this and you explain it to us. Are you getting what I'm saying? Good. So based on what God has called you to heaven for, he will show you what you are supposed to, to know. Alright. There is Papa. I had an encounter with an angel in the night vision. I believe it is an angel for healing. There were two, and one of them told me his name. Very strange, long name. Please, what do I do with the name? But then, in the vision, I was given a strong warning not to worship this angel. Okay, all right, I'll show you. Um, I'll tell you what you do and what you will pray for. I'll ask you some few questions, and I'll show you what to do. All right, all right. Um, okay, I think the next question is from Professor Frimpon. Says, Prophet of God, please help me understand the happenings around you when you went to the marine well. Oh, okay, Zeke, when you enter the marine well, it is very big and, and vast and large. You can't, you can't, um, I don't know, Bravonema. <laughs> The marine world is wide. It is like three times bigger than the whole earth. Three times bigger than the whole earth, the marine world. And in fact, all the realms that God has created, it is in the marine world that these are much more populated. Aside heaven with the angels. Beings are much more populated in the marine world. Let me tell you this. Learn. The marine world is not a place for fishes. No, 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 no. What you are seeing here is just the physical dimension of it. The realms we cannot see in the sea alone. What? Now even this physical plane, there are other dimensions of the earth. Hmm? That is just around us that our eyes cannot see. That some of you, where your house actually is, it was a river. One, one man shared a story that um, they sold a land for him. But the land that they sold 
to him. It was actually um, a, the place was a river, and they used sand to fill the river and covered it, and it became a land, and they sold it to the man, not knowing that the spirit was dwelling in that river. So when the man built the house, nobody could stay in the house. But you'll be there and you hear the cry of a baby. You'll be there, you hear that somebody is walking. Meanwhile, there is nobody there. And every, when somebody comes to stay in the place, within the next three months, the person will die. So nobody could stay in the place. So this man, who was a fetish um, man, came to stay in the house. And he started experiencing that. So he did some incantations and called on certain higher spirits and they told him that there is a, a, a certain river, a certain being that was living in the river that has been expelled. And that, that being is the one doing that. So he need to do this, this, this before he can arrest that being. He did that and he arrested the being. The being came out of the, the ground, huh? in the hall. The being came out of the ground physically. And the head of the bean is like the head of a human being. Like an old man with gray hair. But from the waist downwards is that of a fish. And when the bean appeared, they also dug about 25 pots out of the ground where the bean came from. And when they looked into the pots, there were the wombs of women. So when witches actually go and hijack the wombs of women, they actually come to give it to that spirit to keep it for them. <laughs> so you see, I want you to know this. Things are there. The marine world is, 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 is large, vast. And when you enter into the marine, there are even levels in the marine world. There are dimensions the marine well. There are spirits that control the marine well. In fact, when you go to the marine well, there are about 10 mighty spirits or beings that control the marine well. 10 mighty beings that control the marine well. The first one Can you all hear me, please? Great. Now, so we have Leviathan, which other people call Leviathan. He's the one that controls the entire marine well. The one that controls the entire marine well. Then we have a certain being known as the queen of the coast. The queen of the coast. The queen of the coast is what normally we call Mamewata. Mamewata too is another spirit being that is in the marine world. Now, there is another being that works in the marine world. The name of that being is Oretin. 
O R I T O N, Oritin. Now, Oritin is a very strange being. The assignment of that being is that she gives beings in the marine world the ability to transform into human beings, like that human body. So when you go into the marine world, there is so much intelligence. And within every four months in a year, from January to April, every April, they send not less than 300,000 beings from the marine world into the physical plane to dwell with human beings and live with us with an assignment. Now, some of them we have different, different, different assignments. Some of them come to initiate women and men into the marine world through sexual immorality. Some of them will come and release, will come and create prostitutes. Some of them will come and release homosexuality. Some of them, you see, but there are some of them too. They will come marry, give birth to children. They will die and go to another place and live there and give birth to children, they will die. Mostly that's what they do. So the ability for a being to transform into the natural and look like a human being is a certain calculation that a being known as origin gives. Now, listen to what I'm about to say. Are you listening? There is another being. The name of that being is Cyreal. C-Y-R-I-E-L. Cyreal. Now, what Cyreal does is that most false prophets, when they consult spirit beings, especially in the marine world, Cyreal is the one that gives them the ability to speak in other languages in the marine world. In fact, when you hear some of the languages in the marine world, you would think it is tongue speaking. You know, when you put water in your mouth and you begin to you know, shake the waters in your mouth like that with sound, how you hear it, that is how the languages differ. So Cyril actually sponsors false prophets in the marine world. And there is another being in the marine world that is very, very respected. And her assignment is heavy. She's known as Jezebel. Jezebel was not just a human being. Jezebel is a being in the marine world. And the assignment of Jezebel is to have sexual relations with people that are in high authority, people that rule over nations. She will, she will enter into that dimension, have sexual relations with them, and will start controlling those nations. And that is one of the biggest problems we have in Ghana, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you come to Ghana, when you look into the spiritual side of Ghana, women, women, 
women, ungodly women, are ruling the nation more than the people we think they are in high authority. Ungodly women. Money that should have been used to do roads. Huh? A lady has taken it to Dubai because an MP slept with her and gave her the money. I don't want to talk about that one. That one, if I go there, I'll cry. Because Ghana, anytime I want to pray for Ghana, shed tears. Where they have brought the country to, we don't pray. And another assignment of Jezebel is that she is the ministry in the marine world that has been assigned against true and genuine prophets through fornications. So nothing destroys a genuine prophet than fornication. And that is the assignment of Jezebel. Are you following? So when I entered into the marine world, there are 12 gates in the marine world. 12 gates. When you enter into one gate, you have entered into like a continent. When we say a continent, we are, we are speaking of like a dimension that is a group that is actually made up of group of countries. So when you enter into the first gate, you have entered into a continent with about 55 countries. And all these, these are countries, not towns, countries, big, big places. And all these 55 countries, there are beings dwelling there. There are countries, presidents, MPs, in, in the marine world. They are living life like we are living our lives here. But they are plenty than us. They drive Porsche cars. They do everything. God made those beings to dwell there, not Satan. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is good for you to understand this one. Your pastor did not tell you. And nobody has taught you this. You need to know that. There are human beings working on this and they have friends in the marine world friends or friends in the marine world. Sometimes they can sit in their rooms and they can do some incantations and their friends will visit them in their room. So you just enter your friends room. Ah, the place is wet. Ah, what happened? It has no rain. How can oh, I was just doing something and water poured down. No! You actually call their friend from the marine world to appear. And any time they are coming, there will be water. So there are many things I, I saw in the marine world. When you, not all the beings in the marine world have their waist down as fish. Not all them. There are beings, when you look at them, there is no difference between human beings and them. So when I entered into the 12th gate, when I entered into the 12th gate, that was when I saw some of the beings who have their waist side to their feet like fishes. <laughs> My son said that the place is there any physical place in Kumasi that you can pick a car to the marine world. Oh, I'm telling you this. Sometimes they do something like that. I'm telling you. Yes, they know what they do. Oh, it's true. It's true. You will never know, but they do that. They do that too. They know where they are going. And mostly it is for those 
that have gone to higher dimensions in the spirit. They will take ah, people will take physical aeroplanes as if they are traveling abroad. Yeah. But they will go and enter into the into the sea. In fact, some of them, one man was talking about a certain experience he had on the sea. He was a fisherman. Then one time he was on the sea, he was on the sea for three weeks. Three weeks just for fishing. And one night he was on the sea all of a sudden. He saw that the sea was bubbling within at a, a very far end. He didn't know what, so he thought it was just maybe some fishes that have actually grouped themselves over this. So he decided to move his, his canoe to that point. And once he was going, he realized that something was coming out of the sea. So he stood on the sea as where he was and began to watch what was going on. And a big ship, ship like the one that you find at Temaport, big ship came out of the sea, landed on the sea and began to move like a normal ship that is coming from UK or US. <laughs> now, this ship will come, it will land at Temaport. Everybody that is here, you see the sailor has his name, everything, this one is from Italy, everything, document proof that this one is from US, this one is from this place, everything is perfect, but they are coming from the sea. Sometimes there are human beings on this earth who are dealing in boutiques that actually went to the marine world to get all those stuff. So they'll tell you that, oh, I'm the Neymar between the coffer. You know what they have there. So you need to you need to learn that some of the beings in the marine world in the 12 gate they are the beings that are into deep prostitution it is actually at the 12 gate that i saw incubus and succubus these are two master beings in the marine world that sponsor spiritual marriages So you need to understand these things. All of these beings have partnered with the enemy to truncate the lives of believers but by the special grace of God and by the superior blood of Jesus. Your destiny is secure and you are present. You just need to have this knowledge and know that the power of God at work in you is greater than all these machinations of the enemy. Let not your heart be troubled. Be not afraid. Are you with me? Great. Um, let me take the last question. I think if I want to talk more, we will go deep into that. As for the marine world, I have a lot of things to say. Because I would like to know, is it true that Elijah in heaven is now an angel called Metatron? No. Metatron is a being. Metatron is a being. Not, it's not Elijah. And it is not Enoch. Metatron is actually a being that is, is known as the prince of the presence of God. I've thought on this on, on, on that before.
people of God, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Most of the things that um, I'm sharing with us came as a result of certain encounters that I had with certain angelic beings. And I make a prayer for all of you that the Lord will give you heavenly experience in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will not lack knowledge in Jesus' name. From today, when any demon appears before you and tries to behave as if he's so powerful, you will know that the power of God at work in your spirit can destroy every other demon. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are empowered. In Jesus' name. My son Sky said, Daddy, what about the ministry of Judas? Since you spoke about Jezebel. Oh, as for Judas, Judas, um, the spirit of Judas is actually not that strange um, demon. It is not a demon, it's just a certain small, small spirit. Um, you get it. Yeah. And it, it is hovering around um, unity, where there is love and unity. That spirit will be there to bring betrayal, mostly in churches. Yeah. So as for Jezebel, is a whole system in the in the kingdom of darkness, in the marine world. A whole system. I pray that God will open your eyes to see. Don't run. Be empowered to 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 see. In the and when you look at Jezebel, she's very beautiful, very beautiful lady with only one breast. One big breast in front of her like that. <laughs> very beautiful, I'm telling you. Very beautiful. Yeah. Very fair, beautiful. When you see her, she's always with gold and ornaments around her. And another being that also lives in the marine world, known as Lilith. She's also built as beautiful as Jezebel. The Lord help us and give us this grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, please. At exactly 12 a.m. GMT, we are all going to meet. God willing, and we will continue with the sermon. May the Lord bless us. I'm going to upload the message right after here. So please, you can download and still go over. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. We are going to meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT for the priesthood time session of our five days prayers and fasting. God bless you all and keep you strong. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.